everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Heavy Pages, a Divorce Journal. This is Josie, your host. And I think today I'm going to start by mentioning again, I think, I may have mentioned this in the past, that I am a pack rat. I'm a pack rat for many different things, pictures, letters, and even emails. And because I'm lucky enough to have started emails many, many years ago with the same name, right? My same handle, if you will. I have emails dating back to, I don't know, 2004, 2003 maybe? I'm not sure. The reason I bring this up is because if you listened to last week's episode... And the week before that, there was a lot of discussion about a fight, a fight that happened between me and Guy. And there was no real clear explanation as to what went down. And I couldn't remember what went down. So I dug into my old emails and I found a conversation, an email chain between Guy and I that totally explains what happened. So... Today, instead of a journal entry, because this was not actually put into my journal, I am going to read these emails to you all so that you understand what actually happened. And, of course, I haven't read ahead on my journal, and I know there's still a lot to come, but I feel like, and I may have again said this before, I feel like this is the event that totally made us and me particularly realize that we were we were over it wasn't really worth continuing on we have destroyed each other enough and it was not a good idea to try and continue a relationship a marriage between us so if you're not sure what I'm talking about, of course, I recommend that you go back and listen to the last two episodes, I believe, is kind of where it started to give you uh, a little base on what's going on. Okay, so the date of these emails is May 12th. Here we go. The first one is from me. Guy, I want to tell you that I am truly sorry for making you feel worthless and for beating you down during our marriage. I want you to know that I never meant to do it. I can't explain why I would do it. Maybe because that was how I would lash out or because it was me being strong-willed. I do not know, but I am truly sorry. I never wanted to make your life miserable and I never wanted to hurt you. I'm truly sorry that I did both. I know it may not mean much in an email, and I'm just not brave enough yet to tell you in person. But one day I will. I would like to share with you an entry in my journal. It is the best way to express how I feel. I'm not asking you to feel the same or even to respond to this email. I just want you to know what's in my heart. Josie. The letter that I read in the last journal entry is what I attached here. Okay, his reply. You aren't sorry, Josie. You are only sorry until it suits you to beat up on me more. 
I'm not going to bother even reading this email because it doesn't matter. In two days, you will be pissed and you will tell me the exact opposite anyway. I'm sorry that it took me so long to do something about it. I'm sorry that my child, the only thing I have in this world, had to endure what went on yesterday. I'm sorry that I was stupid, that I was a stupid fucking kid who wanted to do the right thing and be what he thought he was supposed to be. I did a terrible job of it. On that, you're right. But I do not accept your apology because I do not believe it. My reply to him. Guy... I feel like I have said all I need to say about my feelings and about our marriage. I do not know if you feel the same way, but I do think that what happened today should never happen again. I say that because it's not good for our son, but also because it does not help matters anyway. Our marriage is over. I think we both know that. And from this point forward, we need to act like two adults that share a child. I think... One of the best ways to get us to that point is to start on a divorce. But before we do that, I think we need to have a calm talk about the house, the bills, and how we are going to split up everything else. I would like to have a talk, the sooner the better. But since emotions may still be running high right now, maybe the soonest we should meet to figure it out should be early next week. Please check to see when is good for you. I would like it to be in a neutral place. You can pick. When you have decided on where and when, you can call me or email me and give me the details. Josie. So apparently, I think I've already read this in the previous entry. I must have only included this in my journal instead of the whole email chain. But this is what he replied next. I would prefer to just keep my distance for now. This seems to be the best way to do things. I'm tired. I can't take it anymore. And this whole episode yesterday just made everything so crystal clear to me and brought back some, some absolutely awful memories and feelings. Particular, my mom sicking my stepdad on my dad because she was mad. I will not allow that. I'm done with it. I won't allow myself to get beat on anymore for wanting to be happy. Does your fucking family realize what they did to our son yesterday? I hope your fucking selfish mother feels good about herself today. I really do, because those images and the idea that I might be doing something to his mother will not go away for the rest of his life. I know that. I fucking hate her and, her and your brother for that. Hate, 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 hate. That's all I have to say right now. Just thinking about it makes me want to explode. Guy. And this was my response to him. You and I did that to our son yesterday. We are responsible for what happened. We were the ones that screamed and got loud. My mom and brother came out to protect me. And I was with you so I could not sick them on you and you know that if someone was doing something to your sister you would go and try to defend her as to our son and what he may think or was told he was not told that you were out there hitting me really you can hate all you want and blame others and not take any of the blame yourself it's all but it always comes back to your mom I'm not your mom but that does not matter you will always see every woman that that way unless you get help. I actually feel sorry for you because of that. I'm sorry you do not have to believe it and you can hate me and not believe me and keep going in the pattern of your past and be ugly and ruin even the chance of a friendly relationship between us. 
I will not. I want to live and I want to be happy and I will be. I will not let you drag me down with you. As to staying away for a while, well, you can till next week when we will talk about what we need to do so we can get a divorce. I want a divorce. I do not want to be linked with you more than I have to. And you can either deal with me so we can get that done in an agreed upon way, or you can avoid it and let me and the courts have all the say. One way or the other, I want it to be I want to be done with this. As to you just wanting to do the right thing, well, sadly, that was your first mistake. You should have done it because you wanted to, because you loved me, because you loved the child I was carrying, because you truly wanted a family and a happy life. But doing it just because that was what you felt you needed to do to make it doomed it from the start. No matter what you ever say, I will know that I never forced you. I can remember like it was yesterday that even then I thought of you and your life and told you that you did not have to stay. You did. Your choice. I want this done. I want my life back. I'm tired of being sucked into your black hole. I will not fight anymore. Not even for money. My life is worth more than all this bitter, stupid, petty crap. His final reply to me. You're right. We screamed and got loud. Your mother is the one that decided to go out yelling and saying things like, don't hit her, don't you touch her, when we both know that I hadn't even touched you. Then your brother running out because of what your mother is saying caused our son to get even more worried. Regardless of what did happen, he is a child and should not have heard what someone thinks might be happening. This is just wrong. And if you can't see just how wrong that is, then you have some problems there too. Don't you get that? My son heard someone say that I was hitting you. You don't think that's a big fucking deal? Of course not, because it's totally acceptable for our son to think that I am doing something bad. Turn the tables around and see what you think. And I didn't say that you sicked him on me. I said it reminded me of that because you seemed to take great joy out of the situation instead of thinking about our son and the truth of the situation. That we were both yelling and that you were the one who started yelling first. This isn't about what happened. This is about what happened in my son's eyes and ears. You don't get that, I guess. Our son can think all the bad things he wants about me. That's not a problem for you because I'm some low-life piece of shit. No, I'm not. I'm his father who loves him, and I would never, ever hit his mother, and you fucking know that. So for him to even have that thought and ask me last night really, 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 really pissed me off. He did add all those reallys. I don't want to be friends with someone who doesn't understand that. I don't want to be around someone who doesn't understand that. I want to be around people who believe I am a good person, believe that I am a caring person that wants to be happy because regardless of your opinion of me right now, you know that it's true. And even if you don't, I do. I know it and I believe it. And for the record, I have never said that you forced me to do anything. I know what my choices were and what my true feelings were at the time, and I still stand by it. Anyway, I'm not going to force you to go over and over all of this bullshit again and again. I, it really is pointless. It is, however, important that our son not think that his father ever hit his mother physically. And it is important that the people around learn to control their own hatred long enough to stand to stay out of someone else's argument. I know what her intentions were, 
but it's not fair for our son to hear those things just so that she can take some anger out. That's the bottom line. Wow. Okay. So a lot to unpack there. And I think the most important thing to mention is that thankfully our son does not even remember that day. He doesn't remember the moment and he doesn't remember feeling like his dad hit his mom. I understand that Guy would feel that way because unfortunately Guy was emotionally abused by a drug addict mother and an absent father. So no one was there to take care of his needs and his feelings, his worries and his concerns. So all of that stuck with him. And since he really never went to therapy for it, he was never able to digest it or analyze it or, you know, get it, do what you need to do in therapy to help you through all those feelings. So I understand that he remembers many of those ugly moments. But thankfully for us, that was one of, if not the only moment, very few moments in our relationship that we had blowouts like that, that my son was around for. So for the most part, I'd never used my son as a weaponed against him. He never used our son as a weapon against me. We didn't include him in our arguments. It was a moment. So it's not something that stuck with him because he has so many more moments and memories of positive things and of normal life being just a normal child. So this did not impact him the way that his dad was worried about. And yes, I understand the worry. Absolutely. I get that. I know that he doesn't want his son to think that he's a a woman beater. I get that. And I also understand his feelings about how my mother and brother reacted. But I also understand that my mother and brother, our entire family, are extremely protective. I would have been out there front and center if my sister was fighting with somebody like that or even my brothers were fighting with somebody. I get out there because that is the kind of family that we are, protective. Now, we're not, uh, you know, ghetto. And that is something that I really regretted about that moment because we really were out there screaming, making a scene. Thankfully, our houses are in this neighborhood. The houses are pretty far apart. So there weren't really next door neighbors to be listening in. But it's not the kind of situation that I want to ever be in. It's it's ugly it's classless and it's just not healthy. And that is not the kind of person I am. That's not the kind of person he was either. That's not the kind of people my parents and brother were. It was just such a volatile, intense moment. But what it did show was that all respect, all um, reason had been has had gone from our relationship. There was really nothing left to try and keep building on. If we had gotten to the point where we were insulting each other so bad, screaming at each other so bad, being so ugly towards each other, it was a sign that we were done. There was nothing left to try and rebuild. We had come to 
the conclusion of this marriage. That's what that moment felt like. And I know that I have said that in other journal entries. But I say this multiple times. It is a process. There's so many little mini deaths in a marriage when it's ending because there's so many different aspects, especially if you have kids and you have, um, you know, material things to to um, deal with and all the emotional baggage. It's just not one quick slice, uh, painless, carterized slice, I wish. And maybe for some people it is. I'm not going to say that it's not like that for everybody. But for us, it was a whole bunch of different mini deaths that finally got us to understand that it was over. And I feel like this was a really big one. I'm not going to say that in future journal entries, I still don't say, hey, maybe we really can make this work or maybe we should get back together or whatever. But for the most part, I feel like after finding these emails and rereading them, I remember what happened. I remember how ugly it was. It was, it was, it was just ugly. So I get where he's coming from. I know that one thing I acknowledge is that I was a terrible communicator. I didn't know how to communicate in a marriage. I said ugly things. I went for the jugular more than I should have to get my point across. It was, it wasn't going to work that way. He was too sensitive to handle the way that I spoke. I didn't have enough therapy to learn to speak in a more delicate fashion. We were doomed. We were doomed from the beginning. I know also that, you know, after reading this, for him, I was the villain in our relationship. And I'm okay with that. If that's his story to tell and in his eyes that I am, I'm okay. Was he the villain in our relationship? I mean, uh, I, I, I can't even answer that. All I can say is that we were just not going to work out. And at the end, he was the braver one to actually say the sad thing out loud. We needed to be over. And I'm grateful that he did. I don't really know what else to say about this journal entry, or it's not even a journal entry, but this particular moment in our journey to divorce, it was ugly. Ugliness happens. I'm not going to feel guilty about it now because... It was part of the process, uh, not a pleasant part, but I mean, it's divorce. It's not going to be a pretty thing. But now I think that we all have the answers, including me, of what I was talking about in those previous episodes. Anyway, I see a little bit of redundancy because I just reread a letter that I had read in a previous journal entry episode, but... Now it's in context, and I think now it makes way more sense. Hopefully, we move on to better things in the next few episodes. Again, I thank you all for sticking with me through all of this and learning from my mistakes, maybe. Uh, the biggest takeaway, go to therapy. Go to therapy. If your marriage is on the rocks, go to therapy. If your marriage is ending, go to therapy. If you're starting a marriage and aren't sure that you have the skills to communicate, go to therapy. Yourself or couples, 
it really can make a huge difference. It can save a marriage or it can help a marriage. Just therapy is the thing. Thanks again for sticking with me. Uh, thanks for all your feedback. I did get some feedback, by the way, from the episode where I was reading our IMs back and forth that it was super confusing. I apologize for that. I do think that I put the in the show notes an actual written copy of the messages back and forth in case you didn't understand who said what because it was so convoluted. You can go there and actually kind of see or read the conversation, which might make it go a little easier. Then when you hear it again, if you want to, you're like, okay, now it makes more sense. I apologize for that. If in the future I do any more of those, I will make sure to say, I said, he said, I said. Anyway, everybody, thanks again for listening. Thanks for sticking with me. And I will catch you on the next one. Bye for now. <laughs>